Welcome, everybody, to the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast, number 145. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you to FXR Racing and Race Tech Suspension. There's a couple of companies that are on board with us uh, on this Privateer Podcast to try to highlight the little guys out there. Motor- FXR Motocross and Off-Road Gear has become an industry standard among both amateur and pro ranks with their ever-evolving gear lines that provide quality, durability, at the same time, extreme comfort. FXR is the number one choice for guys like Kiefer, Phil Nicoletti, Mike Brown, to name a few. Uh, best part of this whole thing is FXRRacing.com. PulpMX30 is the code to save with those guys. 30% off your next MX and lifestyle purchase. FXRRacing.com. Pulp in, punch in the code PulpMX30 and save with those guys. And, of course, Race Tech Suspension, one-piece valves for YZ250s and KX250Fs. Uh, please check those guys out. They will uh, make your life easier. These things will give you better horsepower, better durability, and more. They do motor work there. They do suspension work at Race Tech. Pulp 21, just mention Pulp MX and save on any kind of motor work or suspension work that you do. Uh, of course, they're doing uh, tons for privateers out there. So thanks to those guys. I also want to thank the folks at Firepower, uh, Roost, Namira, and Maxis all on board with us um, for this podcast, of course, as well. So with me on the line, a guy that was central to a lot of stuff that was going down at Indianapolis 2 Supercross this past Tuesday. He's from Pennsylvania. I always think he's from New York, but it's Bobby Piazza. What's up, Bobby? How are you? Hey, Steve. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Just out here at the hotel uh, Indianapolis, uh, just hanging out. Thanks for doing this. We've done one of these before uh, a couple years ago as well, so we're catching back up to you. Um, first of all, let's get into what happened the other night. You you, you ride really well in the LCQ. You get fifth. And, um, look, I've told you on a text message, I don't think they should have took you for the main event, uh, You know, they but they took Oldenburg because they screwed up. But yeah. at the time – I mean, you're thinking like, what's going on, right? Like, take us through yeah. that. Take us through your mindset yeah. at that moment. Yeah, well, at that moment, uh, like I said, I had a good qualifying. I qualified 15th. I was feeling good all night. I had an incident in the heat race. I ended up colliding with another rider. Went to the LCQ. Went from dead last to fifth. But yeah, after that, um, I was asking the lady after coming out of the stadium. I was like, um, Do you uh, take any transponders? I mean, <laughs> take any alternates? And she said no and clipped my transponder. Went uh-huh. back to the truck. I undressed, coming back into the stadium, um, getting ready to sit down and watch the main event with all my buddies. Right. And they're like, they're like, dude, what are you doing? Oldenburg's on the line. And I'm just like, you're kidding me. Right. And they're, they're, yeah, they're just like, yeah, they pulled Jet Lawrence off the line, Oldenburg lined up. So I'm just like, wow. So yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> my heart dropped at the moment. I run down to the, to the tunnel and I'm just like, I see the AMA and I'm like, how are you guys kidding? How could you do this? And uh, you guys told me there's no alternates and then that. And then they kept just telling me, oh, it was a promoter's call, promoter's call. And I'm just like, how? You just pulled Jet Lawrence out the line and Oldenburg filled in. But then I, I realized they um, – Promoter's call? Like what the hell are they talking about? Like why, yeah. <laughs> why would someone tell you that? Like it's not a promoter's right? call. That's what I'm saying. They kept telling me, oh, they can't tell me. It's beyond them. It's a promoter's call. But <laughs> – but yeah, I guess they pulled him out the LCQ, and they were wrong of doing that. I think my opinion, they should have just let him race the LCQ, and if his bike was no good, they should have disqualified him. Of course, yes, him. Like, yes. Of they course. should at least let him race, you know. So yeah, so they just gift him a spot in the main event. But 
yeah, I don't think that he should have done that because that just screws up everyone else's like uh, well, points and everything else, you know? Well, exactly, and it didn't help. The The big thing, too, so they said to – you heard the story, right? You know the story why, why – yeah. okay, yeah. so Oldenburg, yeah. they, proved, they proved to the AMA that Oldenburg um, changed just the motor, and then they say you got to start second row, which is insane that they even yeah. – said you can start the main event like a 20 a 23 rider main event gate that's like yeah oh you're gonna you're gonna pay a 23rd rider now like i was supposed to be the 23rd rider but now you're just giving him a spot in the main event and paying him for the main event you know well that's just it like it's just insane but here's where it got and i think it got it got a little misunderstood is yeah definitely from uh like the live broadcast like they had it saying, "Oh, Jet Lawrence pulled out with a shoulder injury, and they uh, yes, they they put Oldenburg, Oldenburg took in. a spot, and right. then he went to commercial." So I had people blowing my phone up, oh, like really as the gate's gonna about to drop. They're like, "Oh my God, what are you doing? Get down here! You're on the gate." Oldenburg took your spot. Everybody's just going crazy at that time, and I'm just like, "Are you kidding?" Right, me? And, and also, the, you know, when Jet pulls out due to the shoulder injury, Oldenburg should have never been allowed to jump into his spot. Like you're. Right. You're going to start second row, Oldenburg. We don't care how many people pull out of this thing. You are starting second row. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. like that also should have happened. Instead, it totally looks like he takes Jet's spot. And then, therefore, why would they take Oldenburg and not you? Right. Like, so exactly. it is that's such where they, That's a, where they made it look bad. So Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> such a clown show a little bit that way. Um, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you're just trying to fight everybody off. I mean, are you are you with me though? Do you understand what I'm saying? Where oh, I don't yeah, think yeah, you... definitely, 100%, right? I know they don't take alternates in the main event. Right. I knew I shouldn't have raced it. I wouldn't have lined up. Yeah, yeah, okay. For All them right. to just for them to try to correct their mistake already from pulling them off the line to put them into the main, like that screws everybody else even on the line in the main event. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like how are you gonna just grant a dude a main event? And give him points, and what happens if he scored like fourth? Everybody would have protested him. Right, you right, know? right. No, I know. And the motocross gods helped out by having his bike break, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but but either way, I talked to a bunch of guys. Like everybody's in the pits. Like, dude, what are you doing about this? What are you doing about this? And like, all the AMA at the time had to let him finish their job with the 450 race and everything else. And then at the end, I was trying to talk to Mike uh, Pelletier and um. He's just like, literally, there's nothing I can do. And literally just turned his back on me and said, there's nothing you can do for me. I mean, then again, I wasn't supposed to race the main, but yeah. they granted his access because of a promoter call. He kept telling me, and that's all yeah. he would tell me. Yeah, I don't get the promoter. It's it's not a promoter's call. You screwed up, AMA, and you're yeah. letting him <laughs> race because you screwed up. Uh, exactly. Uh, I, I, I like Freckle, and I like that muck-off team and everything, but they should have – if. They should have never let him race and just saw right. two two wrongs don't make a right in my eyes, you know. And yeah, exactly. You know, so I don't know, man. It's uh, it's right. so. Yeah, it's definitely not Mitchell's fault either. Like, if I was in his position, hell yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, for sure. But yeah, definitely a bad call in AMA. I mean, they made it look really bad on TV. Like I said, and right, right. That's, that's what made this blow up. Just yeah. like the the live broadcast made this whole thing blow up. Because it looked like he was taking my spot, so yeah, no, but exactly. Honestly, yep. honestly, it was better for me. It happened like this anyway, because dude, it, it blew up. So like, right. like overnight, I, I gained like almost a thousand followers overnight. <laughs> like, I have so many, I have so many people texting me and messaging me, like, oh, I want to hook you up and give you some money, this and that. So I just literally posted my like my Venmo and my oh, cash geez. app. 
<laughs> and dude, I literally made like over like two thousand dollars just by doing that. Like, I can't believe it. Like, the whole sport came together and like has my back, and it's honestly great to see and great to have that support. That's awesome, man. Uh, wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it, man. I'm um, <laughs> so okay, let's get into your season a little bit. Um, you you went to Canada, raided the nationals last year. This summer, you show up. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't recall you doing 250 Supercross before, or have you? Am I? Am no, I have. Last year, okay. before the the COVID hit, I did uh, I did Tampa, Atlanta, Daytona. Okay, so I made it into the I made the night show at Atlanta. And yep. I missed the main event by one in my heat race at Daytona, and so then they shut it down. Why the Why the move the 250s for Supercross? Um. Well, actually, this year I started on my 450 in Houston. Okay. I missed it by point two. Just because I was trying to make like the most money I can out yep. of this, you know? Yep. So that's why I went to 450. I missed it point two in Houston one. I went to Houston two on the 450. I missed it by point four again. And then by that time, honestly, I was like running real low on money. I didn't know how I was going to get back. So the 250 class was a guaranteed like night show money. So that's why I went to the 250 class. Oh, wow. And, okay. So yeah. I, I didn't know this. I didn't know that you'd raced Houston one and two on that. I, yeah. On a, well, I didn't race. I didn't qualify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but, but 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 you were out there. Yeah, in, in, in yeah. fifties. Okay. Um. So then you make the main in Houston three on a two fifty. Yeah, my two fifty stock. Literally, I <laughs> I bought it. I bought it a couple months ago off a trail rider and for five grand. Like literally, because I was going to do some little indoor money races back home, and they actually shut them all shut them all down. And uh, yeah, I just had my two fifty sitting there. I said, screw it. I got to make some money. Try to get home. You know into the next round so wow signed up for the 250 class made it straight through i think there's a there's a little pile up into my heat race the houston three snuck around the inside came out like sixth uh-huh. and uh got in the third and just held my own i dropped back to eighth but yeah, yeah. made it straight through to the main i was pretty pumped yeah on how that. stoked first, were you on that yeah yeah my, my first main event ever so yeah i was pumped my family would actually drove down and uh my mom and dad my girlfriend everybody was there so i was pretty pumped on that dude that's awesome yeah okay so um so that's a that's a huge. Uh, so you didn't make the night show, and then like, were you like, uh, you, you know, you're so close. I mean, you're 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 most of the times you're uh, good good enough for the night show. Um, yeah. But were you just? It was all financial, or were you that like? Did you have to sleep on this a lot and think about dropping to the two fifties? I mean, what kind of thought honestly, went into it, was, it? Honestly, just like the rounds, it cost me four hundred fifty rounds, like with the COVID bands and like all the other bands you got to buy. Yeah. So it's just honestly, it was financial at that point, like. It was either make some money in the 250 class, or I wasn't. Right. I wasn't gonna get. I wasn't gonna get home, honestly. So, but yeah, I was. I sleep. Me and my girlfriend and my dog. Honestly, we sleep in my van. Travel round around and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man, privateer life. Yeah, that is that is privateer island life for sure. <laughs> uh, Bobby Piazza on the privateer island show, of course. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Firepower. Uh, Firepower, they got oil now, of course. They got batteries and change as well. We're over 50 years' experience in industry. Firepower commits to quality, value, and service for your machine. Firepower offers chains made in Japan, featherlight lithium batteries, and oil to stand the test of any power sports vehicle. Uh, again, check them out firepowerparts.com go to your local shop ask for firepower uh they're helping out the the sgb team they're helping out chiz the gopher dunes honda team uh brayton's team runs speaking of uh oldenburg they run firepower as well so please check those guys out and uh and for more um did you what do you like about the okay so in my mind the 2vd guys are a little bit more mental they don't really think about much out there on the track uh right. what have you found the differences between 450s and 250s 
Oh man, 450 class is stacked for sure. I mean, top 20 is running <laughs> within the same second, you know. So, but yeah, it was actually my first 450 uh, round in Houston, and mm-hmm. uh, I honestly just bought a Kawasaki because the contingency. I bought it off right. some dude, yeah, just for cheap, and it, I. I went Kawasaki because the contingency is really good. Try to make some more money, you know. And uh, yeah, I only had probably like a couple days on the bike, probably like three or four days on the bike before mm-hmm. I went racing. So I wasn't too comfortable with it yet. So yeah, my suspension. I was honestly I was riding at Club MX a lot, yep. and the tracks there are pretty beefy, and I had my suspension stu- super stiff. But now I come down to the Supercross, and it's actually a lot more tame than there. So it's like my suspension was way too stiff. Yeah, yeah. So, and, yeah. How did you get your Yamaha 250 suspension done in time and everything? Because I had, I had my suspension done prior because ah, I was going to okay. race a little indoor money races. Ah, okay, set. got it. Yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. sort of set up for Supercross. Anyway. Yeah, it was sort of set up. Like right. Supercross is like honestly what I was riding was pretty gnarly compared to what Supercross is now. So it was actually worked good. How how uh, beat up was Houston three by the end of that main event for you? <laughs> oh yeah, well I collided with another rider second lap into my main event. So after that, I was just uh, just riding out there. I'd bring it home to the checker flag. Right. But honestly, it wasn't too bad beat yeah. up wise. They they they're pretty good on fixing the tracks in between the motos too. That's another reason I went down to the two fifty because four fifty B practice. Oh my like, God. Yeah. It's... Holy cow, dude. <laughs> uh, heart raft, heart raft was in it this past weekend for some reason. They just, cause they only had 40 guys. So they put 20 and 20. And so right. heart raft's been in the seated practice and he was telling me, he's like, dude, it's brutal. It's so brutal yeah, it out is, there. Dude. For sure. But with the two fifty class, I get a brand new track every time. So it's a lot more easy. It's a good point. I never thought of that. Right. Your first practice of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So it's like night and day difference. (laughs) So, um, how about your riding style? what did you have to, did it take some time to adjust to the two fifty indoors? Did you, are you a better two fifty guy? Like what's that like for Um, you? Yeah, honestly, outdoors, I'm four fifty guy just cause I'm, I'm a big guy. I'm six foot, almost like 200 pounds. So so yeah, definitely 450 guy outdoors. Um, but I can ride a 250 good. I mean, if I had to work 250, it'd be much better. But honestly, my 250 right now is stock. So it's just like only only problem I really have is coming out of the gate. They them guys just drop me. Right, so it's like right. I'm, I'm coming from last, working my way up every every moto. But, but other than that, I felt I felt pretty good out there. Like I said, I qualified 15th. Yeah. So uh, do you have so, yeah, do you have a mechanic with you? Uh no I don't I just have a buddy helping me out dude you could you could like get like a high compression piston you know and drop that in and you know maybe a set of cams and you'd be you definitely feel like yeah you're bigger for a 250 for sure I think the main thing I need is like an ignition for my 250 and like the air boot whatever everybody's telling me to get but yeah um, I'm so tight on money it's just (laughs) I pay for all these rounds and it's out of my own pocket so it's like all the money all the money I win from racing goes right back into my racing and then I'm broke again you know so yeah. The the bad part about two fifty class too is the so that I mean you make the main event good job but you probably got like two hundred dollars three hundred dollars yeah you know yeah it's not yeah, good I, so yeah it's really not good um, especially yeah but but so like you you could have for if you were really you know you could have dropped for Indianapolis too you could have gra- grabbed your four fifty there's only forty guys everybody made the night show right well, I guess there would you would you would have made forty one so you you would have yeah. bump one guy out you yeah. know. I mean, I could have done that, made a little bit more money, but then again, Houston three, I made the main event, so I'm. You were thinking that, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking I might as well try to make a main event than just trying to get in there into the night show, you know. 
Um, try to give our listeners a little bit here on the Privateer Island show a little bit about what it's trying to what it's like to race Supercross on a track that's just full of ruts everywhere. Like Indianapolis one, those that double double. I mean, they're just. I heard from a bunch of guys that the second landing of the double wasn't even lined up, and I mean, it's yeah. so it's so gnarly. Yeah, it honestly is gnarly. Like I said, it's not really bad for the 250 class, though. But even for even sure. for your heats and everything, it's okay? Like, even that? Uh, yeah, it just sucks being heat, too, sometimes. The track gets a little beat, but right, not right. too bad, honestly. Okay. I, I right. like it. I'd rather, honestly, a little bit ruddier because it makes it a little more challenging for other riders also. Wow. I feel like I'm I'm better of a rut guy. But, but yeah, them doubles back-to-back, dude, I was literally – I had to like land the first one, the first one perfect, and literally wide open on my 250 to make the next one. <laughs> it was <laughs> and very, I'm just like, yeah, don't I don't want to case this thing because it's honestly it was it would have been bad to case. It was bigger than a Supercross triple, from what I heard from everybody. Oh, yeah. Big, yeah. Biggest jump on the track for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely nutty. Uh, thank the folks at Maxis, of course, Maxis Tires, A Ray and Rod Bell and Jeremy Smith using Maxis Tires out there, MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath. Uh, used by race teams out there, and even check out their old IT line as well. Uh, some of the guys have been using that over the over the time. So Maxis.com, uh, Mountain Bike Tires, UTV Tires, uh, they'll have you covered. So thanks to those guys as well. Of course, FXR Racing, Pulpamex 30 is the code to save with them, and Race Tech, Race Tech Suspension and Motors uh, on board with us. Bobby Piazza on the on the line. So so your 250s from here on out, are you going to be able to make it to uh, Orlando, or what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm going to do 250, uh, the next two rounds on the East Coast on my 250, and then uh, Orlando, or the West rounds, I'm going to do all Oh, you, okay, you're getting back on four of these. Yeah. Ah, okay, all right. Well, that'll be interesting. Yeah, jeez, dude. And no practicing for you during the week, I guess. Were you able to get out in oh, Houston? No, no, unfortunately not. I don't practice during the weeks. Just I, I show up and I race, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, uh, it's gnarly. So you said you're sleeping in your van. Yeah, most of the time I'm in my van. I mean, um, I'll get a hotel room if it's real cold one night, or if I have some extra money, I'll get a hotel room and have some luxury for a night. But, but other than that, yeah, man, I'm in the van most of the time. With your chick? Yeah, me and my girl and my dog. Wow. She's gnarly. <laughs> Dude, she's hardcore. Yeah, yeah, she is for real. But, um, but yeah, she loves it. She's uh, She got my back to it 100%, so I can't. That's that's go wrong that. that's really cool to hear. I like that. That is true privateer life for sure. Now, uh, dude, it's been cold in Indianapolis. So, you, oh yeah, have you gotten hotels? Yeah, yeah, I got a hotel for uh, a couple nights. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I just got the, another hotel for the last four nights. So yeah, yeah, that that part is uh, it's it's too cold there to do to do that. Definitely, so. dude. I walk outside, and I'm just like, wow, I freeze <laughs> to death. <laughs> uh well that'll be interesting so are you able to you as you said like financially you just don't have a lot of money and you're relying on this purse money and so is there is there yamaha contingency for you uh how's, um, how's that going? i was trying to get like i made the main event i called the contingency company and she said it's not set up yet or approved but it wouldn't be that much anyway just making a main event you only make 200 dollars right. on yamaha right. but with the, that's why i bought the cowie because if yeah. you make the Night show. You make three three hundred a night show on a Cali and five hundred a main. So I know, and that. dude, that 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 unseated four fifties looks like it's team green. It looks like it's the team green race. Everybody's <laughs> on Cowies, right? Right, that's for sure. Um, no, it's uh, so much of what you do, Bobby, has to just be based around money, right? How how do you yeah. make a living, right? Yeah, pretty much. This is all I do is race. Like even the off season, I hit all these money races, and I I try to make at least a thousand or so a weekend. You know, like uh, all these pro ams are. If there's money races going on, I'm I'm hitting all of them. And so, what kind of stuff did you do in the off season? Where would you go for this stuff? Where, where? 
Where's that? Um, like the off season, I went after I did the Canadian Nationals. I there's a just in my area, like the tri-state area, Pennsylvania, there's mm-hmm. New Jersey, K Rock. You got, and you got all these like big money. Or you got the Travis Pastrana race, K Rock, uh, big bucks. I mean, uh, Muddy Creek had a big race there, but. Yeah, I just try to go there and win all these races and uh, just make some money, man. Wow. Okay. Um. So that's that's a that's a that's a really uh, intense way to try to make a living, man. That's that's gnarly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But it's like my local little scene. So right. All, all, a bunch of guys show up. Like you got Durham, you got Welton, you got a bunch of other good guys, good names, you know. So definitely a dogfight over the weekends on the off season. But but it's it's fun time and uh, yeah, good way to make some good money. So. Uh, Namira Pistons, Alex Ray using Namira Pistons as well. Check out their new personal watercraft line, of course. Follow them on Instagram at namira.com to see the latest news and application updates. Since 2001, Namira has been supplying factory-level pistons and gaskets for every make and model, from two wheels to four. From weekend warriors to top athletes, Namira's advanced piston tech has increased engine performance and reliability without increasing your budget. Um, So Canadian Nationals last summer. Uh, obviously, look, it was a COVID world that we live in, and they weren't ideal. They were they were mostly muddy. But um, you went up there. You uh, finished ninth overall in the 450 class. Uh, you were top 10 most weekends. How was that experience for you? Uh, it was not bad, honestly. Like, uh, the AMA series didn't know what they were doing so far, but as of, like, the COVID situation going racing that summer. So I knew uh, Canada was racing before them, so I said, screw it. I might as well go to Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I headed up there and uh, so I met uh, Jay Thompson and the uh, whole Thompson family let me stay at the MX school out of quarantine on, up there out of my van. And uh, that's where I stayed pretty much the whole time. So oh, okay. shout out to them guys. That's really um, cool of them. Yeah, really nice of them. So you had to quarantine, right, for, for a couple yeah, of weeks? Yeah, I had to quarantine after I crossed, crossed the border. Yeah, I yeah. quarantined for 14 days out of my van at the track pretty much. So it was pretty, pretty nice. How many um, times did they call you? Like a ton? nope never got a call really oh wow because phil Phil said he got like three calls yeah i heard a bunch of guys got all kind of calls i was kind of scared like (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah but but yeah honestly uh first round uh i don't really remember but i did pretty good i put in a couple sixth place rides seventh i was pretty much a top 10 guy all season but i did have a lot of bike problems so i was like on a different bike every weekend i was on uh i think my first round my yamaha 450 blew up Okay. And then I first round I was ready on a different bike. Um Jacob Burke lent me his Honda to ride that round. And then my bike screwed up again the next round. Uh my buddy Tyler Rayner let me ride his bike. But yeah, I was I was Jesus, getting sixth dude. place. I was getting sixth place, <laughs> seventh place on other people's bikes. So, oh my god. Yeah. But and- but yeah, it was um it was a good season now. I like I said, I was a top ten guy, put uh put my name up there and yeah. Um, yeah, man. Did I you, had a good time. Dude, it seemed like every race was so muddy. God. Oh, yeah. Right? For sure. I mean, you're every, from PA. You're, you're used to it, but still. Yeah. Yeah, every race was a mudder for sure. I felt bad riding other people's bikes because there was just mud. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, shout out to all them guys that helped me out up there for sure. Um, did you I, did you I, like it? Did, I, you, did you like the racing, the guys you raced against and everything? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, there's actually some good competition up there. Um, mm-hmm. It was pretty cool to run up front, like, top 10, you know? Yep. Other than here, like, they're not super, like, fast up there, but but still a good pace. You got Phil, you got uh, Wright, and all them guys that are just yeah. the elite guys, you know? So uh, Wright was on another level, man. He oh, was, yeah, for he sure. Was, he was good. 
Yeah, he was. Um, did you make any money? How was the payout for that stuff? Um, payout wasn't too good. I no. think seventh place, I made maybe three hundred Canadians. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, with all the circumstances, there's no fans, so right. I guess they had to cut the pay and this and that. But you were staying in your van, so your your overhead was low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, man, it was a good time. I might go back up there this year. I'm not sure of my plans yet, but. Yeah, that's what, I was, gonna, that's what some, I was gonna ask you. Yeah, you, you think you yeah, might go? Can, yeah. Yeah, if I can get some support, maybe or something, I I would like to take the trip back up and go up. But um, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do this summer yet. My plans are still undecided. Right. Might race. Might race over here. Might race back up there. I'm not sure, but um, whatever works out best. Yeah. So um, you bought the you bought the Yamaha from a from a kid from a local kid. Uh, do you get help from a dealer for the Cowie? Um. No, I bought. <laughs> I honestly buy all my bikes off Facebook Marketplace used, so <laughs> <laughs> I swear. But, oh but yeah, I just try God. to find the best deal. Like uh, my Cowie, I found it had seven hours on it, and I paid six grand for it. So yeah, so that was a good deal. The two fifty was I don't know. I shouldn't have bought it. Honestly, it was a trail bike, and it, <laughs> dude, the dude was literally mud bogging it. Like was it, he really sunk in the mud? Oh. And, and then I come out to Houston three first race on it. I qualify for the main. It was just like, yeah, it was funny. The bike but. itself is like going, what is going on here? What, <laughs> what is happening right now? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, but no, it's always good to have a story tell like that. Like yeah. my buddy, we just joke about it. Dude, this was a mud bogger and you just put it in the main. Like, yeah. How do you do that? But, it's, but yeah, man, we're out here. I love the sport. I love to do it. And yeah, yeah racing's in my oh. blood, man. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to go racing. So, dude, it's if not. I gotta, uh, if it's I not, sleep in the cold in my van. That's what I'm gonna do. You it's know? not easy for you. I can tell. You know what I mean. You have to love it because you're not getting rich either. So <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> uh, Bobby Piazza on the FXR Racing Race Tech Privateer Island Life Podcast. Roost MX, of course, support those guys. Pulp Nation, they got a, the code is Pulp Nation on RoostMX.net. They'll make you custom graphics. They have a whole Pulp Nation section of, of T-shirts on there as well. So uh, numbers and graphics and pitch shirts and 48-hour turnaround from those guys as well. RoostMX.net. They're doing the graphics for the Cycle Trader uh, Manluck uh, Troll Train team as well. So RoostMX.net, please check them out. If I can help you, uh, Bobby, let me know if some of these sponsors on here can help you out. If you need something, if you need a piston, if you need uh, stuff from Firepower or graphics, whatever it is, we can we can dial you in. You, you sound like exactly yeah, the kind of companies want to help out. So just text me after if you need some help. Yeah, um, for sure, man. I can use all the help I can get. Like anybody listening to this, I like I said, I can use all the help I can get. Any dollar counts and uh, – yeah, I appreciate everyone trying to help me. What uh, what kind of gear do you wear? I wear uh, Kang racing gear. I actually, um, okay. In 20, I went. I won the Mexican championship in the MX1 class in 2019. Okay. So uh, that's how I hooked up with them. They're from Mexico, Kang Racing. And, okay. Uh, yeah, they hooked me up pretty good. Um, can't complain, you know. Oh, they, that's neat. So uh, I get to design some of my own gear, and it's actually pretty cool. So is it fit okay and everything? It like fits all that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Great gear fits great and uh. Yeah, it looks good. I and I'm pretty much the only guy wearing it, so that's what I, another thing I like about it. So yeah, I was looking at photos of you, and I'm like, what is this stuff? Um, so did you? How was the Mexican thing? Did you race against Felix Lopez? Yeah, I raced against uh, a bunch of them guys. Felix. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all of them guys. Dude, Canada, but, Mexico. You're just chasing, yeah, went, chasing actually, it, bro. <laughs> dude, this, during the summer, I was going from Mexico one weekend, the next week in America, and then the next week in Canada. Back to Mexico, back to America, back to Canada. Oh, geez, that's. <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, yeah. So you enjoyed right. that? You you enjoyed the Mexican thing? 
Yeah, Mexican thing. Um, actually, my buddy from Pro Circuit got me hooked up with that deal. Okay. And uh, yeah, there was nine rounds in Mexico, and uh, I flew to every round, and I rode for uh, Pro Circuit Suzuki down there, Suzuki Aguilar. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, I won. I took home the championship after the eighth round. I think I bring it home. Nice. So nice. Definitely cool experience. Definitely, did, definitely different. But yeah, I can't. Did you feel safe? Um. <laughs> uh yeah for the most part okay there's definitely a couple sketchy moments so i bet yeah um well the tracks all like hard pack i imagine they're like desert right they're hard pack yeah they're pretty much like blue groove holes everywhere just square (laughs) edges but but no there's actually there's maybe three really good tracks like the one round was right on the beach like the ocean was like 50 feet away no way oh that's cool it was actually that round was pretty sick um yeah there's a couple other good ones also did you make the most money? Was it good? did it pay well in Mexico? Um, or yeah, not too bad. I made um a thousand show up and I made a thousand to win. Okay, and all my hotels and uh, flights and all my expenses were paid for. So right. So yeah, well, there's nine rounds. I made I made a couple bucks, so it wasn't too bad. Did you got to head down to Brazil if you can? I've heard Brazil is really financially really does well. So maybe that's something for you to look at Brazil. Yeah, man, that'd be. I love traveling and racing my dirt bike. So anywhere I can go, I'm, right. I'm gonna take that opportunity and do it. Uh well, cool, man. Thanks, uh, thanks for jumping on and doing this with with us. I wanted to catch up with you after the shenanigans uh, uh, of Indy. Uh, that was that was nutty, man. Um, and, yeah, uh, for sure. But like, uh, I'm glad it worked out in the end. Like the people stepping up and helping you out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. You man. know, all, I, I still am very confused. They told you it was a promoter's choice, but then it's then again hashtag AMA, right? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, that, that, yeah, man. that's all you got to say. Um, yep. Well, looking forward to seeing you at the races. Uh, Indy 3, you'll be in 250 class. Orlando in 250 class, but Orlando 2, you'll jump back up to 450s. And, uh, man, I'll be uh, – knowing how uh, how much help you need, I'll be watching you to, to make sure that you get in the night show at least because that, that'll, that'll help you. That money is, is well needed. So we gotta yeah, got to get the night show in 450s and we can get back in the main in 250s and, and start making some money, man. Yeah, man. Hopefully I can uh, bring it home to the main Indy 3 this weekend. So. I got a lot of people pulling for me, so hopefully, hopefully pull something up. <laughs> well, cool, man. Thanks for doing the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Podcast, Bobby Piazza. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks again, Steve. Thank you.